Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And in this episode, we watched Lake Mungo. Lake Mungo is a 2008 Australian psychological horror film written and directed by Joel Anderson. It centers around 16-year-old Alice Palmer who drowns in a local dam, after which her family experiences a series of strange, inexplicable events centered in and around their home. Unsettled, the Palmers seek the help of a psychic and parapsychologist who discovers that Alice led a secret double life. At Lake Mungo, Alice's secret past emerges. Boys, I'd like to apologize to both of you. It's okay, you don't have to. Okay, good. No, I want to hear it though. I'm, I know, I know. No, no you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I love that we watch this on a Monday and all day we're like, Mungo Monday. Mungo Monday. Just to try and hide our fear about yeah, yeah, actually yeah. watching it. Yeah, make it sound it. fun. Make yeah. it sound goofy. Yeah. Um, Tom had, in my mind, built this up as being horribly scary. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think he actually had, I think that was me. Yes. Yeah, I feel me. like I've read reviews from people I know who have seen this and it's like, this movie will ruin your life type <laughs> horror. So yeah. I was just on edge for 84 minutes. Yeah, I, I think I know what Tom and those other people are talking about in that it it's it will stay with you. That's it. So yes. it's not that it's like so scary that no. you'll, you'll go, oh my God, it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's it's almost like worse. I don't know worse, but it's it's not good in how it's going to stick in your head forever. It's Yeah, it's you asked me, the question you asked me before you were watching it was, has this haunted you forever? Yeah. And I said, yes. Did I ask that during? No, it was it was like a couple of days before we watched okay, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you were like, yeah, did this haunt you forever? And I was like, yeah. yeah. But I couldn't tell you details because it would ruin the experience of the film. Yeah. So when you, so where my mind took that information was we've watched Haunting of Hill House. And in episode eight, there is an enormous jump scare yeah. that will haunt me forever. Yes. Right. Like it's the biggest one I've probably ever experienced yeah. in anything I've watched. Correct. So yeah, Lake Mungo didn't, it didn't unfold at all the way I thought it would no. because there's nothing, there's no cheap tricks about it really. No, no. There, are, there aren't any jump scares that I can remember. It's all just- The closest thing to a jump scare is that beat at the end Yes, yeah. on the beach. I, I don't know if I'd even, yeah, I, I don't think I'd even call that a jump scare necessarily. because no, you can see it coming for a yeah. while. Yeah. Oh, as in the, the camera just slowly comes in on the shape and then- Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you just know what- I know, I guess, what it's going to be, but you know it's a person right. or a ghost. Or, yes. You know, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you find out what it is and it's even more horrible. Yeah. That's the most horrible. That's the lingering thing you'll take away from this is that idea of, oh, 
what if one day I see a ghost and the ghost is me? Yes. yes. That's fucked. It's, it's such an, it's it's a such clever an incredible horror original concept. sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, seeing a ghost is horrible. A ghost looks like you is a million times worse. There's, like, a ghost you can go, well, that's just a ghost. But yeah. if it's me, I, I'm I'm involved. This is, will always be my ghost. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not some Victorian-era boy being like, please, Mrs. Grantham, poison me biscuits. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's worse because if you see the ghost of yourself, it's like, well, how did I die? Am I am I dying? Yeah. Am I dying now? Am, am I, I going to eat some poison biscuits? Am I? Is Mrs. Grantham poisoning my biscuits? <laughs> yeah. I um. So as soon as we finished this movie, I opened the curtains mm. and just stared at my reflection. You in the crazy, fucking window, you mad dog, insane man. Yeah. I just I don't know. I felt like I had to do it. Yeah. Did it for five seconds, and I was just like. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually FaceTime my twin brother and just screamed at him. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see him now, you're going to be like, fuck, fuck. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> Can't believe I'm going to die less handsome. <laughs> <laughs> just That's slightly. That, I think you've talked to, about this before to us yeah. where it's like that idea of like him just suddenly coming to visit but not telling you that he's going to it visit. It would be the worst thing he could ever do. He yeah. Would, would he ever do it? He's done it for my parents <sighs> and got some good tears, um, but I was in on it. Like, he needed me to help facilitate. Yeah. yeah. Would he do it for me? He could. He would get, you know, Holly to do it, help him out. So I think I can't hope to, he never does. Yeah, you've got to have that conversation with Holly where it's like if there's a surprise in the works, you yeah. have to tell Let him. me know. I'll act surprised. I'll do the whole thing. Yeah. But I need to know so I don't kill him. Kill him or shit myself or, yeah. some, or both probably. Yeah. Both. yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, Mungo, one, way too close to home. This is in our state. Yep. This is in Victoria. Yeah. There are, there are points in that movie where the, where the, psychi- the, the psychic mm. has all those recorded tapes. And there's just like, Geelong is there. I'm like, right. oh, I know that. Oh, I know that town. I've yep. been there. Yep. Oh, Geelong. Oh, good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then to add to that, it's the mockumentary style. So, it's not even like, oh, this is set in Victoria. Like, oh, this is Victoria. We're watching footage that yep. was- the, the narrative device of that mockumentary is- so well done and well maintained. Mm. It just feels like you're watching an episode on ABC, which is one of our sort of local networks here that does mm. like a lot of like little short documentaries about like an event. Yep. Right. Like right. a crime document. Like even just the news footage and the way the reporters are reporting on that news footage. I've seen that news footage a thousand fucking times. Yeah. yeah. Like it is the attention to detail, the level of realism and authenticity mm-hmm. just adds because it's not trying to it doesn't try to shock you. It just tries to be like Hey, this is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Just and just, just, just quietly. Like you, you summed up perfectly before, Sean. You said there's no tricks. It doesn't try to trick you because it's already tricked. Yeah, it's yeah. been like, look how believable this all is. Yeah, yeah. Good, you're in. It's yeah. so authentic. Yeah. Can I ask you, you've, Tom? You've watched it like four or five times now, like a yeah. maniac. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you probably would know this. Is Lake Mungo an actual place that exists? I have never looked that up. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. See, I'm on, on the one hand, have they fucked tourism there? But on the <laughs> other hand, people are like, nah, I want to check it out. Now. Yeah, yeah. Because I would never want to go there. You want to go to the Pilliga, but now you won't go to Lake Mungo. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen a film about the Pilliga. I haven't had to fucking think about it when I go to sleep. It's different. It feels different. Yeah. Well, Tom and I were discussing this before. Lake Mungo. The location itself is the perfect location because it's not actually a lake. It was a lake. Now it's just a dry bed. Yeah. Yep. Which is like, that's the perfect symbolism yep. for, for Alice, for this girl who is no longer- Feels yep. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's also one of those great things where having- I've seen it several times and there's great bits all throughout it where they show you a ghost and you're like, holy shit. And then mm. they go, no, it wasn't a ghost. It was the right. sun 
you know, pretending so that his mother would, because he knew that his mother really wanted to exhume the body because she was worried they hadn't identified the body yeah, correctly. Yeah. So he gave her a reason. And, yeah. and, you know, you have that great line she says, which is like, I don't think he actually even knows why he did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this is the great thing about things like mockumentaries is that you don't need sub, like, you can, you can explain subtext through text by having one character talk about another character and explain yep. their actions and their, the psychology behind it. And it really works well. And this, this, this actually utilizes it quite a lot, but it's always really satisfying. Yeah. Because it's it's like because normally you have that character like the boy he explains his actions yep did it for mum rah rah rah, and then part of you is like okay yeah yeah and then the mum says I don't think he fully knows why he did it and you're like yes yeah. that is it yeah. yeah but yeah but the the that stuff's really great because you get all these little ghosts and then they solve them and then they present you with another thing and then they solve yeah. it and they present you with another thing and then they solve it and then. At the end of the movie, you get that brilliant reveal where they go through all of the videos, all of the photos again, yeah. and show you that Alice is actually in every single one of them. Yeah. But not where you've been led to direct It's really before. powerful. And having watched it several times, she's in it from the start. So, yeah. the film opens with a family photo of them standing out in the front of the house, and at the end, they show you that photo, and she's standing in the window. Yeah. They haven't added her in. She's in... If you're, if you're paying attention... Yeah. She's in that photo it's the whole way through. Extremely clever composition. Yes. Because so even, well even the main one they initially go with where it's like, oh, look, she's there. She's very obviously there. Mm. Yeah. And it's later revealed to be the brother doing some uh, old school Photoshop sort of techniques. Yes. Yeah. But she's in the back corner. But it's, it's they just guide your eye. Yeah. Yep. So you don't see it. No, they trick you. There's only one that I picked up in the whole thing, but it wasn't right. even her. It was the other guy hiding the in the frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, the other the other thing that does help with that is that this is 2008. So the footage, and this is a, comp- a complaint some people have, which, you know, fair. Some of the footage and the sound is really terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, which which does help to disguise those images so that they're there. However, for that garden one, she is very clearly there. Like, yeah. it's just that you do not see her. No, you're yeah. not looking at her. Yeah. I yeah, When that came up this time, I was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, she's deaf. Because every time I watch this movie, I always, like, I'm watching it. And I get, mm. I, I've watched it multiple times. I don't know why. I think I'm a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. And I get sucked into the frame. And this time I was like, no, I'm going to actively look for yeah. her. And I clocked straight away. I'm like, oh, I wonder if any of the boys will notice. And none of you did. And I'm like, because I thought you would because you spotted the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd never seen him the first couple of times I watched it. And I was like, oh, Sean's going to spot her in all these. <laughs> nah, no, yeah. no. Nah. I, think, I think that one particular though. Yes. The backyard one. It's so far over obvious what they've yeah. done with that yeah. one. To the point where you're like, well, that's just... Like, there's no ambiguity at all. It's right, just there. Right. Like, what What are they going to do with this? This is interesting. So, you, your eye never actually leaves. Her. No, no. You don't scan the backyard no, at no. all. Because why would you? You've got the thing. Yeah. 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 And when you're told, oh, it's fake. Yeah. And they show it again. You're mm. like, oh, well, I know it's fake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the first time you see it, you're studying it for ambiguity. to be like, can this somehow not be her? And you're looking going, no, it's her. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, shit, that's come in quick and early, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then the second time when they show it and you're like, oh, I can see what he's done there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, but you're still never looking that back. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. It's just so, it's so well crafted and the acting is so fucking good. The dad, man. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker. Russell. The, oh, the, there's the porch light thing. Yeah. Kills you. Yep. Why do you leave the porch light on? And it's just like, just in case she comes home yeah and then it's the i love the direction of this is perfect and the editing they just hold on it it's a great documentary thing yeah don't cut away so quickly they say something big hold that frame for like another four or five seconds and like you just start to see him break yeah you get that reaction yeah the reactions are awesome and even just the little side players like the dad's friend at work who's like just brings this really emotional quiet performance to Mm, it yeah the cop's great everyone's fucking great Mm -hmm. everyone's even even the couple that film <laughs> the the video that undoes Matt yeah. later in the piece, 
I just they're so real. Yeah. The fact they kind of are excitedly talking over one another. And, she's yeah, like, and, then, and then Doug, oh yeah, and then I, like, yeah, you know, I got up in there. Yeah. yeah, you're on the like. It's just like <laughs> the performances in this are perfect, and also because there's no one in it that I recognise. Yeah, like, that's it's not like yeah, crucial. Oh, there's Sam Neill. There's Eric Banner. Yeah. Did we talk about this when we did Ghost Watch, where Judy Dench was watching Ghost Watch right. and she was so immersed in it, and was like freaked out by it. But then like the psychiatrist character who's with Parky, she goes, "I just worked with that actress," yes. <laughs> and she called her up and was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Ghostwatch is a nice example because I did want to talk about the mockumentary style yep. of it. So, Ghostwatch is a really good example of similar, slightly different, but yeah, yep. pretty pretty on song with that. Yep. And I was trying to think of any others because obviously there's found footage which is in the same ballpark, but I actually think it's different because this is happening after the fact. We're getting it; it's clearly edited and it's put together really well. Um, and it, and again, it delivers that authenticity through one they never go for the cheapness like yep. i love that and like for this setup they could have gone for some cheap scares at any point it was primed yep. for it any yep. photo they could have something ghoulish they could have had jump scares at any point really in any of the video footage yeah they never did they never did which added to the authenticity and genuineness of it but the only other really horror mockumentary that i could think of <laughs> other than ghost watch was what we do in the shadows yeah yes yeah. I'd, I'd love to do that for this show wow <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same thing is that it 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 layers in an authenticity to something that is just in- ridiculous. Insane, yeah. yeah. I, I do like, I, like I, there was a point where it kind of got overused for a bit, but like mockumentary and horrors is really interesting because like Blair Witch is, is found footage, as you said, it's completely yeah. different. Like mockumentary is comedy because mm. it's, it's in the title, it's mockumentary. To take a a documentary format and just and present a horror story in that format. Mm. It's like um the book, uh, the World War Z book, it's not, yeah. it's not a film, but the way that book is written just adds this this layer of like gravity and truth to it because it's just a series of interviews yeah. with people that just feel like this is how this is how you would really yeah. how human beings would deal with ghosts. Yeah, yes. It's just genuine people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like the the authenticity of this whole thing, like they don't hold back on the tragedy of it at the start. It's no. overwhelming. It's oh, it's super overwhelming. The the part that really got me was the porchlight thing, but also when the dad talks about is it the um, reversing backwards thing. No, yeah, no, that's that's no, so good that yeah, detail yeah. though. No, it was actually when he's talking about um, confirming the body. Oh, it's- and he has that line like, "Oh, that's the role of a dad." And you're like, "No, that never should be the role yeah, of a dad." Yeah, that's the yeah, that's heartbreaking. And how he's like, June couldn't do it. Yeah, and he's mm. like, "And that's okay." And he goes, "In hindsight." That might not have been good for yeah, her, yeah. But for closure. But then they show you the body, and I think Damo, you said, "Well, no, no, I think the mum made the right call." Yes, yeah, like, that is horrific. It's yeah. So bad. Closure is when you <laughs> give that body to the mortician and they clean it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they make it look like a fucking human you again. Make it look like your daughter again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's brutal, and you see that a couple times. Yeah, a couple <laughs> too many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One time in particular. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, to just jump back to what you guys talked about with the reversing. Another thing I really loved in that, in this whole thing, was the amount of details, like not necessarily details that are relevant to the plot, but they they just made a richness of the story in the world, yeah. like the reversing. Like that actually never really played out in the plot, no. but it's so good to add it in because again, we're talking about this is a mockumentary, so having weird little things like that, you'd have that, like the son taking a photo every day of his backyard. Like that was another one that I thought, and he was really doing good. that before she died. Like, yeah. Yeah, just weird, like even just like little details, like they interview very briefly the photographer guy who trains him up and teaches him photography. They interview like the boyfriend and her friend intermittently here yeah. and there. They interview like Matt's mate who's yeah. just mm. in the shearing shed. Yeah, and he's just like it's just it's just a snapshot of Matt's life. Yeah, and it's like these they they all feel like real people. And yeah. I don't know whether it's 
because we are from... Like, I, I'd love to know if anyone listening to this from overseas, and I know it's sort of got a bit of a cult following now overseas. I think it was on Shutter, and I think it's, there's been a Blu-ray release in the UK. Yeah. Anyone who's not from Australia, please email us and just let us know whether the authenticity hits as hard yeah, for you yeah, as it does yeah. for us. Yeah, big time. Um, you mentioned the photographer. That one's particularly good because the photographer guy mentions that he's teaching him his tips and tricks. Yeah. And then not long after you learn, he's used a trick to yeah, put her in a photo. Yeah, that is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Another detail, the mum entering people's homes. Yeah. Like, again, that doesn't play out for a story beat necessarily. It's just, well, I mean, it, it feeds into the theme, which is basically, I kind of was trying to, I'm like, I want to write this theme. I want to try to get it down because I know it's to do with grief, but to just say, oh, the theme's grief, that's not good enough. We need to go, if we're storytellers, we need to get that theme down. Mm. So for me, I wrote is how grief can warp our perspective and our thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of them are doing things that they probably wouldn't normally be doing except they're going through grief. Like the yeah. son, you know, m- doing these things like how the mum says, I don't know. I don't think he knows why he's really doing it. It's because he's grieving. Yeah. He, yeah. This is his outlet. The mum entering other people's homes and she has that awful, wonderful, tragic line of like, I just wanted to be in someone else's life for a little bit. Yeah. it's And even and even the friend mentions that like people in the town knew it was happening. Yes. And we're just like- Oh, okay, like they kind of gave her a pass. All right, yeah, and you know that Matt didn't want to talk about that. No one wanted to talk about that. Yeah. And even even like just on that that mm. simple bit of old mate's coworker being like, yeah, he came back to work and it was kind of weird. Yeah, like I didn't really know what to say to him because it yeah. felt like he shouldn't have been back at work. Yeah, her friend's got that great thing too. But does she say, um, I never knew she had secrets, and her secrets had secrets. Yes, oh, the fact yeah. she fact she kept she Alice had secrets. She kept the fact she had secrets secret. That's it. Yeah, and he, here's another thing I liked, and I wanted us to talk about was. Alice's character, because I think they do the perfect journey for her character. At the start, we kind of we kind of dismiss her early on as like, oh, well, she's just the victim. Just a teenage girl. She's just yeah. a teenage girl. Yeah, okay, she died. That's what we really need to know about her yeah. character. And it works perfectly because part of this is also revealing the, the complexities of, of people um, and that Ali's life becomes so much more complex as it goes on. So, yeah. like, areas you never would have thought, obviously, no. like the- with the neighbours. The affairs with the neighbours. The affairs with the yeah. neighbours is awful. And obviously what she experienced when she did go to Lake Mungo, like yep. huge. And with the tapes yep. when she goes to see, is it Roy? No, nah, Ray. Roy's, Ray. Roy's the, um, the photographer guy. Ah, yeah, right. when, but the reveal that she had been to the psychic that they mm. had hired. And he's, yeah. and at that point, like for a split second, you're like, why didn't you say anything? And then he literally explains in the next scene and you're like, yeah, I get it. When yeah. you're like, damned if I do, damned if I don't. You have a split thing. second where you're like, what a fucking prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, oh no. No. And I also had the thought of like, because he had a line earlier on about, um, he tells people, oh, well, death isn't the end. It shouldn't be that scary. And I'm like, oh, fuck, did he set her up to like kill herself or something like that? Yeah. But I'm so glad that wasn't the path it took because what we got was so much worse. Yeah. It's yeah. just, and that's the thing is you, it's like, well, did someone drown her? Did, no, no, no. She just died. Mm. Yeah. But she knew about it for months before it happened. Yeah. And it's just even that, there's that heartbreaking bit where they've learned that information and then they're, the, it's after the brother's gone on the trip and they have footage of her in the house again. And it's that one of her standing over the bed. You've got earlier in the film, June talks about a dream she had where Alice was standing over the bed and she was wet. Oh, yeah. And then you couple that footage with June reading her diary and reading that dream about how she wakes up in the middle of the night and she feels wet and she feels heavy and so mm. she's scared. So she goes to her parents' room and she's standing at the foot of their bed and she realizes that they cannot help her, Yeah, that no one can. And it's just like that coupled with that shot, and it's like that's that's what you even though it's out of time, yeah, yeah, it's it's also used to perfection in Hill House 
with the bent neck lady and Nell yep. yeah. being haunted by herself. Yep. Yes. It's yep. sa- she's out of time. So that, that, sh- that ghost appearing there is the dream that the mother has had and then earlier the dream that her daughter has had. Right. And it's just, it's so powerful. And it's... Like, I literally felt like I was almost on the verge of tears this whole movie. Yeah. And, like, not even, like, yes, I felt the the tragedy of it all, but it wasn't really even that. It was just, like, there was it was affecting me on a level beyond just me feeling sad for the characters like I do in other movies. Yep. This was, like, I'm almost feeling a little bit sad for me because something is happening here that I can't really get my head around. Yep. It, this movie gets under your skin. Yeah. Big time. And part of it, I think, is the matter of factness. So, again, we have to talk about no cheap uh, scares or anything like that, but it's not even that. Like, even that scene you just described about the the daughter appearing at the end of her bed wet and heavy and all that sort of stuff, your rendition of it was more dramatic than what we actually got on screen. No, yeah, correct. And, like, you weren't doing it over the top. It's just that they just – they're delivering their lines just this matter of factness. It's stripped right back to just general human reactions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awful. So let's jump in. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Into where we scared. Yes. Yeah. It's a dread. Yeah. Not in the way I thought I was going to be at all. No, no. In that I probably thought I was going to cop a bunch of jump scares and ruin my life. But yeah. no, it's it's just dread for the whole runtime, really. Yeah. Dread and sadness. Dread and also a bit for me, stress. Yeah, stress. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm stressed with every... Right. Movie you sit down to watch, but yeah. yeah, this was a different kind of stress. Yeah, yeah, it was grounded in like this authenticity. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. was even worse. Probably. Yeah, yeah. You asked me once before we were watching. No, after we watched this, but you have asked me before, and I've told you that there are two bits in this film that just stay, just are in my brain forever. Yeah. yeah. And the first one that is the scary beat is the bit where she goes to the beach, and it's that grainy 
phone camera footage where she sees the dead her ghost. Yes, and that sets off all the chains. It's awful. It's yeah. it's it's horrific. Mm. It's the grainy, shitty quality. It's the sound that plays when it resumes of right. her screaming and kind of running away. And, and even and- the dad just quietly confirming, "Yep, that is her." Yep. Like that's the face I saw when they pulled my daughter out of the yep. den. And and the bit where she's like, "I don't think." Well, Ellie knew she was going to die, and he's like, "What do you what do you think Ellie made of that?" And mm. he's like, "I think she saw a ghost. I just don't think she realized it was her." Yeah, that's that's terrifying. But the bit that that lingers with me and scares me, haunts me. I don't really know what the word is. Mm. Is the final sequence, which is the beautiful bit of June goes to see Ray one last time to walk through the house to make sure El- Alice's ghost is gone because they mm. feel like after coming back from Lake Mungo, they don't feel like she's in the house anymore. Yeah, interspersed with Al- one of Alice's sessions with Ray. Doing, doing the same thing where they're both walking through the house and June's like, oh, she's gone. She's mm. not here anymore. And they move on and they're moving on with their lives. And then you learn or it's implied through Alice's thing is that, no, nah, she's still in the house. She's just alone now. Yes. And it's it's so awful. It's it like, really ah, oh, no. Right. It's tragedy no. on tragedy. And just the fact that it's just these, they perfectly line up. And when it, the first time I saw it and that starts happening, you just get chills. Mm. And then it ends with, there's no one here anymore. And you get that, they show you that photo of her standing in the window. Yep. It's just, she was there the whole time and she's still there now. Ah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I got chills now. Ghosts, yeah, man. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. But um, you mentioned Hill House as well. And something I wanted to, bring up is that there is some similarities here i'm not not accusing flanagan of anything but just just naturally when you're talking about grief there's some really interesting parallels most most obviously the bent neck lady and her seeing her own ghost and it's such a good tool like it's so scary and powerful and inevitable i Mm. think is what really gets me is that there, it's almost like it's like a time loop kind of twist. It's the they flag it early in the film where the mum has that great line where she's like, "Death is the most sh- stupid and mean machine there is. Oh, it just yeah. come, it just, it just keeps going." Yeah, that's a great line. It just roll, and you're like, "Yeah, it is." She sees it, and it's just like she feels like she's going to die. She sees herself dead, and just for the rest of that time, she's like, "Cool, mm. I'm going to die." Yep, that's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked, boys. <laughs> I would like to apologize. I think I do need to. Sorry for putting you through that, Sean and Damo. Here's the thing, though. It's a really good movie. Like, at one point, we had to pause it so I could go to Lou. <laughs> and I just wanted to come back and keep watching. Like, I needed to keep, I needed to see the end of it. Yeah. We haven't even talked about the most ridiculous part about this film, which is that the filmmaker made it and never made another movie and has basically done one interview since. Right. And just is Respect. He's just gone. Yeah. yeah. He ruined everyone's lives and fucked off. Right. And you've got, you've got some... <laughs> Big names, you guys were telling me, you got some big names who talk very positive about this film, including Mike Flanagan, yeah. yep. including Stephen King and Joe Hill. I think Edgar yep. Wright's talked about it as well. Yeah. Like, surely things. just on that alone, you'll be able to get funding that, oh, by the way, these bigwigs are talking up my movie. It's possible he just doesn't want to. I don't think he does. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. he's told the story that he's he wanted to tell. Yeah. yeah. He's made a couple of short films like after this, mm-hmm. but like- He's only he's got three credits on IMDb. Right. One of them is this, and the other two are these two short films, yeah. of which they know have no information on. Right, yeah. and it's just like apparently, yeah, he just doesn't do interviews. Maybe, maybe boys, he's haunted. Like this is the thing. Like mm. it's so ridiculous. Maybe that adds to it is that he's just like you know did it and gone. Yeah, mm. maybe he saw he he was on the beach one day and you know could be. Yeah, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? <sighs> what else do they do? Yeah, what are you supposed? Yeah, to yeah. Do like I, Alice, there was nothing she could have done. Yeah, she goes to the psychic, but it, like literally, like if this is that that inevitable time loop, there is nothing she could have done. Like if anything, she's a fucking hero for just like 
accepting it and trying not to like fall apart fall apart or make her family feel grief before they needed to or do you reckon there's like an element of like you know she goes to the dam that day and she's like oh oh it's today do you reckon i hope not for her sake but that yeah that's horrible what the fuck tom but also maybe yeah and then as for her family like like we sort of said that the theme of this film is that yeah if grief how you handle grief and the way it kind of can warp your your thinking and your, your the way you live your life for a short time. So for all of them, I really don't like the son making the videos. I can kind of get and it like it arguably did help the mom and did meant they exhumed the body she knew for certain yep. that no one had made some horrible horrible mistake. Oh yeah, it got the wheels spinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like even them going to the psychic, like he never was at any point uh, a, like a false. Yeah, you know, con man or anything like that. So if you hadn't gone to the psychic, you wouldn't have then found out that your daughter also went to the psychic. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't have got the history and learnt so you much would, yeah. necessary details about who she was and what yeah. she went through. Yeah. You wouldn't have caught, found out that the neighbours who get away with it. Yeah. They just, they, yeah, they're on the wind. Yeah, they're dogs. Tom. Yes. You said, did she go to the lake that day and know that that was the day? The da- Yeah, the dam. Yeah. But like the thing that her dad says is she saw a ghost and maybe wasn't even sure it was her. Do we think that... She did know that it was her? Maybe not. And on Ma- top of that, did she also look at that body? Because I don't think you would be thinking clearly in the moment. No, she never said- You wouldn't she- look at it and go, that's a drowned body as well, would you? True. It just look like a disgusting I sort think of she face. Knew it was her. You think so? Yeah. And here's why. Because they talk about how afterwards she did the ritual of burying her favourite, most best belongings. Yeah, okay. She had to be doing that. Does they like, what, like, I love that she even did a ritual. Like already she's trying to process it and do something about it. Yeah. And then she starts- and then it's like, because she's still got that feeling of dread and feel like she's dying. And that happens even before she sees the ghost. So it's almost yeah. like that's just an omen being like, hey, yep, this mm. is, this is, it's coming. Yeah. You know, I think that's why she also keeps the videotape because I think she knows she's on her way out. So she's like, well, I've got to keep this because if they have it, they have it. And yeah, I'm going to let yeah. them have that part of me. Yep. I don't know. It's, it reminds me of very different tonally, but there's a series of like two books with like authors collaborating called, I think it's called Machine of Death. Mm-hmm. And there's two, there's like volume one and volume two. And basically, they've got like contributions. And the premise is there's a box and you put money in the box. I think it's like $5 and it prints out a bit of paper. And on that bit of paper is how you die. Oof. But it might say something like spiders or it'll be like house fire. Hmm. Or it could say something like bliss or Tuesdays. Like, and then all these authors write these like short stories around like how you die. And it's that kind of thing is like, it's, it's a core principle of big fish. If you knew... Would you want to know? Like, right. if, if that information was available to you, would you want to know? Are you asking us that right now? Uh, maybe. For me, definitely not. No, I'm no. good. Thank you. No, no, no. I, it would, like, it's it's the weekend effect. Yeah, fuck no. Once it's Sunday and you know Monday's around the corner and you're ready, you have to go back to work. Yeah. All I can think about on Sunday is the fact that I go back to work. Yeah. If I knew where my death was, every day would be Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I would never not be able to think about yeah. it. What if? No. I could guarantee you that it says, Tom, no, you're 95 years old and you're in your sleep. Even then, I don't think I want to know. Yeah, I don't think I want to know. Would you take more risks? I mean, yeah, you probably would. That's a good question. You? Yeah, I guess you would. You'd feel bulletproof. Mm. It's, yeah. it's but then, then you would think, can I trust the box? Yeah, yeah. For what reason would you trust the box? Didn't write before. Has it though? Like, how many? How do you know that? Someone's told you. Someone's like, put 100 bucks in here. It's five trust bucks. me. It's five, five bucks? Yeah. That guy's making a killing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the premise is that everyone accepts that the box is accurate. Should right. we be doing like an arts and crafts thing now, making a box and just going around? Yeah. Collecting some money? And get some cash. Yeah. <laughs> and it just says things like sadness, just really abstract concepts. Yeah, yeah, sadness, yeah. Grief. 
Sick? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> so this one doesn't give you the date. No, it doesn't tell it's you when. It just thing. sells. Mm. It just in the in these in this book in, the in book, these yeah. books. Yeah, it's just the the method. Yeah, and some of them are like some because each author like some of them are just like ripped apart by wolves, and it's like a guy who lives in the city is like, what the fuck? I'm never getting ripped apart by wolves. Right. But then he gets ripped apart by wolves. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> Oh, it's good. Great concept. It's a very good concept. Yeah. There are some like really nice like bleak ones. And then the, yeah, the Eaten by Wolves one is very funny. Right. <laughs> There's also one where it's like um, these friends do it and they want to shout one is. And one of them gets like a really embarrassing one that's like comes to death or like blow job. <laughs> and it's just like, I can't ever tell people yeah. that's how I die. Yeah. So they just make them like, oh, it says thunderstorms. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're very far off topic. Well, let's jump back in and go to how would we do? Now, have we seen our own death? I su- are we Alice or are we... Are we have one- yeah, I think we have to be Alice, don't we? Would you say Alice is our protagonist? I guess you do. Well, no. The family are the protagonists. It's the three of them. More, June more than... It's the mum. Yeah, it's the mum. You're right. But... I think the issue is is that like this movie isn't a, like this story isn't something where we can like insert ourselves to be like how would we process grief? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a very tough one. So I think it's I think I think you phrase it as you we, we go for a walk along the beach down here, which mm-hmm. you two fucking maniacs wanted to do when we I suggested this movie, and I was like, you will not want to walk along the beach. Yeah, but not you know. We were brave. It's just that it was cold. It was yeah. very cold. Cold, cold and dark. dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And raining a bit. Yeah, it was raining. If it had yeah. been sunny. Oh, if it had been sunny and daylight and you know hot. Yep. I would have been there in a heartbeat. Yeah. 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 Gone for a swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe not. The well, water's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's where my doppelganger probably is. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to come out of the ocean. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, we see a ghost. We get our bare neck ladies. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's nothing you can do, mate. No. I, like, yeah, no. This probably has so to be the tricky. family. And the only real decision there is, okay, we're the family. We're grieving. The house is haunted. We pack up and leave. Yeah. There's no There's no winning in like No. No. From the get-go, this is inevitable, and it's just about how you, like, again, the whole movie is how you deal with it. So, I think yeah. if I saw it, and I was like, fuck, that's what that is, I'd be, like, trying to find out more about it. So, then I could be like, mm. okay, I can't avoid it, but I can basically get as much information as possible so I can wake up and be like, don't think it's today. Cool. I'm going to go and punch a man in a bakery. Yeah. I mean, it depends how specific it is. If you were to see your ghost and it's you drowned, yep. you just pack up your life and move to the desert. Well, no, because I think it'd be like... Actively, isn't it? Isn't that that? It's that fulfilling prophecy thing. If I tried to avoid the death, yeah, the death yeah, would come yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think for this sake, it's you a, do love a bath, Tom. Yeah, get drowned in the bath. That's it. It's the time machine fallacy where fuck. If something happens that causes you to go back in time, you yeah. can't undo that thing that happened because that thing made you go back in time. But yeah. you fucked. Yeah, you are fucked. Prob- yeah. We're okay, okay though. Damo and I survive. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So you said you'd try to find out as much information so you could, you know, work not prevent it, but just I guess be ready for. Right, it. Right, right. I think I'd actually do the opposite. I'd be like, okay. Popping that to the back of my mind. Just going to live every day the, the best I can. True. Yeah, you know what? Go see a hypnotist and extract that from your mind. Yeah. Forget it. Egg it. It's basically what we generally do with the fact, with the actual fact that we're going to die. Is that it's not that you ever really forget it. It's always back there somewhere. Yeah. But you can't focus on it all the time because then you couldn't live your life. Yeah, you're That's right. true. You're right. So egg you know it. what? I'd egg, egg it. it. I, yeah. we, we would egg it, wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah. Egg boys. Big old egg boys. Yeah. Good. Mm. <laughs> Feel strong. Yeah. Feel invincible like I will never die. Oh, no. They hypnotized me too good. They removed the concept of death from my brain. <laughs> also, eggs eggs aren't strong, buddy. Eggs are the most fragile. Eggs can crack. <laughs> we picked a bad one there. 
Should have picked a wombat's ass. <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners would like to suggest a movie, get into contact with us, all that stuff, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Awkward Treat. Stay scared, everyone. Mungo Monday. <laughs>